You're recording. Now we're recording. This is all you. Oh my gosh. You said you wanted to do this one. Yeah, but no, my armpits are sweaty and I don't feel like it. I'm sure there are a lot of people listening right now going, oh my god, I love this song. <laughs> so good. I, this is one of my sing at the top of my lungs when I'm in the car by myself. Don't blow song. the power again. There were nights when the wind was so cold That my body froze in bed And I just listened to it right outside the window There were days when the sun was so cruel All the tears turned to dust And I just knew my eyes were drying out forever Finished crying in the instant that you left And I can't remember when or where or how And I vanished every memory you and I had ever made Back up from the microphone when you go loud I'm not going to go loud, this is the soft part Not after Touch me like this And you hold me like that I just have to admit but it's all coming back to me. I think it's a good cutting point. It's a long song. She's about to wail. No, I'm not. Or what? she's not. No. What do you. What? Then it goes into the chorus and then. She doesn't wail till like five it's minutes into the song. Back, it's all coming back to me now. Yeah, you're right. There were moments of gold and there were flashes of light. There were things I'd never do again, but then they'd always seem right. Okay, cut. <laughs> go, go on. No, come here. Give right now, right now, right now. Go, 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 no, go, 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 um, since I sang, now Vito has to sing. Let's just applaud for Liz. Oh my gosh. No, babe, one song, he one episode. stretches me in a lot of different ways. <clears throat> I am a certified yoga instructor. <laughs> that is true. You know how we do it. What's up, guys? Hi. It's Friday. Friday. What's up, Friday? What's up, girl? Babe, you're not going to sing? No. We... I have the perfect song for you to but sing. But we just, we just sang a song. We don't want to. We don't want to overload. Let's. I'll sing next week. You sing this week. That was good. That was not. But that was good. Hey guys, if you have requests, send them our way. We can sing anything, any range, any genre. All the notes. Opera, folk. I love folk. R and B, hip hop, Mm. hip hop anonymous. Babe, you know I'm an amazing rapper. I can't hear you, babe. I hear myself. Can you speak a little louder? Because it's not registering. I can hear myself. There you there you go. Cool. So how was your week, babe? It was good. Yeah. Um I feel like time has gone really by very quickly since we last recorded. Yeah, it's been a quick week. Well, it's been raining all week. Oh my gosh, the weather here right now is terrible. I am terrified that our it our providers are going to be a bunch on yeah, Saturday. It snowed like 4 inches. Then just has been raining ever since. Yeah. And I'm afraid our, our providers are going to be um, flooded. I need some sunshine in my life. Babe, you have me. I am your sunshine. That's true. You do shine a lot of light on me. You are my sunshine. And you sunshine. give me that vitamin D. You, <laughs> you want that vitamin D, though. <laughs> That's our code word for you know. I think people can figure it out. That vitamin D, though. That vitamin D. I'll give you some heavy doses. Anyways, how was your week, babe? Miserable. Oh, oh my I'm god. I'm sorry, boo. Oh my gosh. So I do not like working in the mud. And when it rains like this, it's straight mud. So everything, I mean, walking becomes a task. And everything slows down, I would say 90%. And mm-hmm. it's super frustrating because we got to get the job done. And you can't even move. And then you do move and you're slipping and sliding. And it's like, get me out of here. I'm sorry, babe. You're soaking wet and it's cold and it is just, oof. But then you get to come home to your amazing wife. Yeah, you've been cooking some bomb meals. Yeah. You gave me appetizers the other day, which was a nice cup 
caprese salad. I knew you were hungry, so I was like, Oof. oh, I'll give him this to munchan while I'm cooking. With some homegrown basil. Mm-hmm. This is delicious. Yeah. Seasoned to perfection. Man, I'm learning. And you made um, diced breakfast potatoes. Because you with love them. Sautéed onions and mushrooms and the juiciest chicken I've ever had in my life. And it was a big piece. Mm-hmm. You nailed it. Nailed it. You are a phenomenal cook. That's because I found out that Vito doesn't really like potatoes. He likes sweet potatoes. And if it's regular potatoes, he only likes the diced like breakfast potatoes yeah. type. So I, last night was my first time making them and they turned out really good. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was really good. That's how my, my grandfather makes them. That's what I'm used to. You did a great job. Thanks, babe. Yeah. We have advice from somebody, so I'm going to look for that really quick. Let's take a poll to people out there, um, which we never put these polls on our Instagrams, but we start, should start. Yes. Uh, should peanut butter be a liquid or is it more of look, like a consistency? Um, the peanut butter we have is a consistency. Then why did it spill all over my foot when I because took the top off? Because there's oil that floats at the top. Mm-hmm. But it's still, the actual peanut butter has consistency. Mm-hmm. So I think it's called peanut butter. Yeah. Right, not peanut oil. Oh, my gosh. But, but hey, babe, let's just take a poll. Yeah, let's let sure. The, let's let the listeners decide. Here's the thing. When you buy organic peanut butter mm-hmm. or natural peanut butter, it's mm-hmm. going to have that oil that floats to the top. Mm-hmm. The kind that you want me to buy has hydrogenated fats and oils in it, which is a really bad preservative for you, and it takes your body 28 days to try to break down. So here's a question. If it's preserving the peanut butter, shouldn't it be preserving my body? (laughs) It should be preserving it in your colon so it can actually break it down and Mm. absorb any nutrients from it. What if I have a really strong colon? I know that you do. Like like I, You you eat whatever you want, and you just... I experimented a little in college and... Shut up. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Babe, the look on your face. <laughs> it's a joke. My husband's embarrassing. It's a joke. I love you. I love you. Um, I heard the other day that 25% of emergency room visits are oh doctors removing things out of people's butts. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Could you imagine? Yeah. Oh, what are people up to? Line of work. What are people thinking? I don't know. If, if you're one of these people, please... Reach out to us. We want to know what you're thinking. If you've had an emergency room visit to remove something out of your butt, we're just curious, what was it and what, what were you doing? Oh. oh, my gosh. We we believe in exit only over here. We believe in what? Exit only. Exit, yeah, that's a one-way street. And with my the way that I poop, Vito Except for when I drink too much, sometimes ever. you go down one ways and you're like, oh. <laughs> I like end up on the street. Oh I don't drink gosh. and drive. You're so ridiculous. <laughs> it t- I had no idea what you were just talking about. I'm like, what? Oh, I'm a little silly today. Well, this is a fun episode, guys. Thanks for, you know. Hanging in there. <laughs> keeping it real with us. Yeah. Um, If you guys didn't do the Dollar Tree Which people Dollar were sending us pictures, finally. And it was so You need cute. to do it. Yes. It was so much fun. We need to post a picture of ours still. Yeah. Well, you want to you wanna dress up in yours and post yeah, that. Yeah, I'll do it when I get ready tonight. Yeah. So I don't look like a moth or a Loch Ness monster creature like I do right Baby, now. You're so pretty without makeup, though. You're so pretty without makeup, too. You're one of the, you're one of the rare people. Actually, I actually think a lot of people wake I up like this. I think a lot of people. You wake up with like a glow. And you're the only person I know where I'm like, I'll leave in the morning at like five to go to work and I'll give you a kiss and you're just sitting there with a smile on your face. I'm like, who sleeps with a smile on their face? (laughs) It's almost creepy. It's because I'm sleeping next to you, babe. You just make me so happy. And my thousand degree body heat. Oh my goodness. He is a furnace. So when I crawl into bed and I'm really cold, I want to put my feet on him or snuggle up next to him or... Um, but then later I'm in the morning, a lot of times, right when you wake up, you'll kind of roll over and like hug me 
And when you hug me, I have to like kick the covers off my feet. I have to get air because I don't know what happens when you wake up. You're so hot, and when you hug me, I immediately like my body temperature rises. Just wait till it starts getting hot here, because <clears throat> when I'm working outside, I absorb all the heat from the day, and then I, I sleep on top of the covers in the summer, and I am radiating heat. Yeah. Oof. We need a bigger bed. Mm-hmm. We got to get that Alaskan That's the king. Plan. That eight foot by eight foot oh, man. bad boy. Then all five of our kids can stay in there too. Yeah. We'll just kick them to the feet. Yeah. You guys get the feet of the bed. Yeah. With the dogs. Yes. Um, so we asked for advice and people ask us for advice as we do every episode. So if that's you, please reach out to us. It's fun. It's good. Good times. Um, someone reached out to us though. A twofer giving us advice and asking advice, pretty much the same subject, which is an inc- incredibly important subject we're going to touch on today, right? Yes. So the advice is, <clears throat> my husband and I have only been married six months, but something that held very true for us was to get on the same page financially. It's one of the biggest reasons for divorce due to the emotional strain that it can have. So budgeting and being a team with money has truly helped us succeed as a couple so far. So I think we should talk about that first. Yeah. So I was actually talking to my mom about money today. It's so stressful. What were you talking to your mom about? Money. I told you. Just money yeah. in general? Yeah. I mean, having it, not having it, trusting that it's going to be there, finding ways to save or to budget or whatever. It, it, I mean, it's it's how we eat. It's how we sl- live. Um, there are very fortunate people who don't have to worry about money and that's awesome and God bless and all the power to you. And there's people who are paycheck to paycheck right. and there's people in the middle. Um, there's also people that the, I know a lot of people that are paycheck to paycheck and they don't mind because yeah. it's like consistent and they know what their next paycheck's going to be and they're fine yeah. with that. So, I mean, what do you think? I, I think when it comes to money, a lot of the stress comes from, well, f- Stress is just fear, right? Fear of something. Uh, and when I stress about money, I'm just afraid that we're not going to be able to pay our bills or that I'm going to be, maybe I'm going to get injured and then I won't be able to work and then we're going to be screwed. Hmm. You know, and it's a fear of losing the house or the fear of not being able to feed ourselves and then having to live off of other people or whatever. I, th- I would say that's a fear of mine, but some people just don't have that fear. I would say you're a person who's really tr- faithful with your money. I try to be. So teach me your ways. <laughs> um, <clears throat> well, I've, I've been through a lot of phases in my life where I've had a lot and I've had nothing and I've lived paycheck to paycheck and I, you know, my life does look different now because before I would just save up tons of money, then go travel. I wanted to experience the world and now... I just, I want to experience life with you. And I know part of that is us experiencing the world together, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But I used to kind of fear money. Now I don't, I'm I'm never worried that we're not going to have nothing. That, That thought never crosses my mind. I have that thought every day. Yeah, that thought doesn't cross my mind. I know that we will always be provided of, provided for we're always gonna have a roof over our head we're always gonna have food to eat we're always going to be taken care of yeah 100 percent. are we going to have a luxurious life i don't know are we going to be extremely comfortable i don't know are we going to sometimes be uncomfortable probably mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. i think there's definitely going to be seasons of sacrifice but that's okay yeah like we don't need luxuries or whatever like you learn how to live in the different seasons and but you also know like with me my thing with money is now that I'm working from home I want to be able to replace the income I was making before which Mm -hmm. was a lot more money so I feel guilty not contributing as much and you work so hard and so I guess I just I have guilt around money as far as like I don't really want to spend it mm-hmm. because I feel like it's not mine. 
Hmm. Interesting. I have no problem like buying groceries, I guess. Yeah. But if there's like something I really wanted, I'd feel like I In the past were you a shopper? No, you know I've never really been a shopper. So but what... also if I wanted something I would get it because I never really wanted anything. Yeah. You um, know, but yeah. even just like booking my flight home for the family reunion. Mm-hmm. I don't feel bad about it, but kind of, like a part of me does. Because I feel like I'm spending your hard-earned money. Well, hmm. I mean, it's our money. I know. I know. But First I've of never... All. Second off, you're not just spending it to go on vacation. You're going to spend time with your family. Right. So that's an investment. Mm-hmm. Right? Because if you didn't see them, you would go mad. Mm-hmm. And then you'd freak out and, you know not live a happy life so this is an investment it's not i wouldn't look at it that way babe yeah i mean it's learning we've been married a couple of months so it's just learning the process yeah you know figuring it out but i i don't know when it comes to money i just i don't see that being a huge factor of tension in our relationship yeah well what's nice is that we both I think we're lucky in the sense that we both came into the relationship with a respect for money that is, it shouldn't be wasted. Well, and it was really, really important to me before I moved to Chicago to be debt free. Right. So I, I have a comfort in knowing like I'm not bringing in, like I know a lot of people, they get married and then they're paying each other's student loans and they're, and that's fine. That's, I mean, you shouldn't just not get married because you have debt. But for me, like this person saying, though, being on the same page, being on the same team, understanding, hey, we have the same goals. We we value being debt free or we value um, not spending money on luxuries. Well, and I think right now, one one thing that we are trying to figure out is our budget. What's doable? What's not? So even today we were talking about, okay, we're going to increase our investments a little bit because we would like to invest in our future, but we also need to see how that's going to affect us financially. So I didn't tell you this, but the reason why I do that, so I have automatic withdrawals from our bank account that just go into an investment account that we don't see or touch. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I wanted to increase it was because, um, if out of of sight, out of mind is the way I look at it. If the money is in our bank account, we're going to spend it. So I would rather us live paycheck to paycheck without that little bit of cushion and, you know, see, oh, hey, we can't go out to dinner tonight because we <laughs> we need this money to pay our well, bills. Well, we have, I mean, we have that investment, but we also have the rainy day fund and we have different things Which in case. Which isn't full. Well, right. But like in case of emergency, in case something comes up, right. in case whatever. So I think it's really important to have... For me, I don't mind living paycheck to paycheck as long as there's a safety net. Yeah, which, which there's a lot of people don't. Right. I would say, for, well, as far as the relationship goes, um, like she's saying, I have to stop saying no. She be on the same team. Mm-hmm. Which I think which we is are. Exact, well, it's exactly what she said too. What helped them out is they are on the same page. They are on the same team. They understand, hey, if we're gonna do this, if we're gonna do life together, and be have sort of has some sort of comfort, some level of, and certainty is huge. So when you look at your finances and you're able to, there's periods in, in, in the past where I wouldn't even look at my bank account because I knew it was not a number I wanted to see. Yeah. So I would just be like, oh, well, hopefully I have enough money in there, but I wouldn't look at it. I would say if you look at your finances as is, don't judge them. Don't say it's too low or it's just enough or just look at them as is be on the same team with each other, set some goals. Like we have goals, right. That we want to do. Um, and then put a plan in place Yeah. and stick to it. And I think what's huge. And like this lady was saying is do it together because if one person, you always tell me, Oh, you just handle the finances. However, I always fill you in on what's going on like what moves i'm making or what accounts mean what it's a good beer it's not old you don't really drink beer 
Sometimes, not really. Usually, what do you drink? Just wine and vodka? No, no, no. What do you, you and Bruno have dirty Bruno. martinis. Yeah, with... um, bourbon, but I, I haven't been, lately it's just been wine. Nothing else has yeah. really sounded good to me at all. Well, you need to figure out what's going on because you're almost allergic to alcohol. Yeah, so, I mean, with some wine I can be okay, but a lot of other things just have tended to affect me badly, so. Yeah. I just really haven't, nothing else has sounded good or I've been in the mood for. We got to get some more homemade wine over here. His parents make homemade wine, which is awesome. But <clears throat> anyways, he saw me still a sip of his beer and that's why. Well, you, you smelled it like it was bad. It's good. No, it smelled, it smelled weird. It smells like Corona. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So finances though. Oof. Yeah, I mean, that that is a big reason why people do get divorced. And I think that that's something... What, as do, you, you, what do you think it is? Because they're spending money without telling <clears throat> each other or... Yeah, I mean, it's easy to be deceptive or... I mean, if I got into financial trouble, then you would be in financial mm-hmm. trouble too. Um, I'm not really sure. I think... Yeah. I mean, having different opinions, wanting to do different things with your money and fighting over that. If somebody feels very, very passionate, like, no, we need to do this with our money. And the other person saying, I think we really need to do that with yeah. our money. You know, I think being on two different pages could definitely cause a lot yeah. of tension. So have you ever lived on a budget? Yeah. You've, you've side budgets for yourself? Mm-hmm. I don't think I ever have. I used to, when I worked in Vegas, I would separate my cash into envelopes and I'd have a grocery envelope, um, a, my, like my money would go in the, my money would go in the bank, but I would have envelopes, um, besides gas, I would put on my credit card, but, uh, envelopes to go out to eat with my friends, envelope for groceries, envelope for whatever other expenses I had for the month. And that worked for you? Yeah, because you can see too oh, I only have $20 left in my going out to eat with friends for the month envelope. Okay. So either I, it's either I would go out and ball out one night or, you know, mm-hmm. it, it was going out to eat. Like just, it was easy then to see your money dwindle. Yeah. If it's in your account and you're not paying attention. is so much more impactful than paying Cause right, because when you pull out a hundred dollar bill, you're like, Ooh. right, and then you see it, you see it broken down into a couple twenties and a ten, and you're like, what did I just spend? Right. But we use credit cards because we try to get points. Yeah. Right. So we use credit cards and then pay them off. So like that the next maybe day. one day we can take a Trip. first class flight somewhere, save yeah. all of our points for. A first I think class we have ticket. a better chance of just getting on the plane and walking up to first class <sighs> and seeing if there's no, any open seats. No, because they check your seats. I know, but I, I feel like I, we could sweet talk them. You could for sure. I've tried it so many times. It's hard. I babe. say just slip them on. First hundo. class. First class is like slip the store to a hundo and be like, "These are our seats." And the wink. problem is, you slip you slip them a hundo, and then they're like, "Okay, take your seat." And you're like, "Wait, wait, wait, give that back to me." <laughs> if you slip it to oh, them, and they got can't it, do got it. Got it. Oh yeah, no way. That would suck. But first class is like Fort Knox, man. Oh my gosh. They don't mess around. What about we were flying? So obviously everybody knows we were trying to fly business class to korea and we got to the gate and we're like listen is there any business business class seats open and every single time there they said yeah we have four or five seats open and i was like okay how much for the upgrade and they're like oh five thousand dollars and i was like okay well we're boarding the plane so no one else is gonna sit there oh and then she goes oh but you can't buy it even you, can, you couldn't buy it even it's if too you, late to yeah, it's too late to buy upgrade. a ticket now and we're like, what? I, so I don't you, understand. the plane is going to refuse $10,000 right? in just we, pure revenue. I mean, we weren't going to pay it, but No, absolutely regardless. not. <laughs> it, it was so weird. It was so weird. We're like, oh, we don't need to eat for a year. Let's do it. You flew First Class Africa, right? The <laughs> company did. paid for you? Yes. It was awesome. Back in how many years ago? 2014. Jeez, I flew business to India. I flew First Class to Hawaii once. That was what? nice. Yeah. Girl. We need to go to Hawaii. We do. I'd be down. I would love I'd be it. down for that. Me too. I, w- I want to go to Iceland first, though. Okay. So here's here's our thing, too. We like to travel. Traveling's expensive. How do you budget for home expenses, traveling, and saving? Right? 
it's like, what do you value in the moment? Are you trying for kids? Because then right. if, once we start trying for kids, then it's like, do we save up for that or do we still go on trips? These no, are decisions we got to talk about. Well, I think, though, the valuing things definitely big. But one thing that we still have to figure out is, I don't know, we spend so much money on parties. I have a big family, babe. Like you, yeah, but every weekend it's something. You know what, though? I like agree, in, I agree. in April alone, we probably spent close to $400 just on baby shower, wedding shower, birthday. Well, I just spent 150 on a bachelor party and then we're going to spend like 300 <laughs> on the wedding. Right, right, right. So it's just, it's a lot. It just, it does add up. But those are, I mean, obviously we want to be a part of. So my value is family. Right. And you value that too. So when I think of paying to go to a wedding, it doesn't phase me. Right. And I just grew up very, very differently. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the, like, the Italians do it a little different. Right. We don't. Weddings don't right. have to okay. cost me anything or like when if we, I can't afford it. when we host, whatever, if we spend a couple hundred dollars buying food and booze and chips and whatever, for me, that's that's not. But those are things we have to figure into our budget because that adds up a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Way yeah. more than than you know yeah again though just being proactive though and having it on the top of your mind instead of doing it and then being like oh where'd all our money go be proactive that would, that would be my advice be proactive and be honest and don't be afraid to look at your accounts because there are times where i just close my eyes I, I don't look at it for a couple of days and but you gotta look at it yeah it is what it is mm-hmm. some days you're gonna have zero some days you're gonna have a couple millions millions maybe yeah that'd be great yeah um, I, I think too it's it's um i stress most when i think about how i don't have millions right because like i think everybody wants to just be financially free so when i look at my account and i see that i'm not then that's when i stress out so i, I think, think a lot me, of it is being grateful for what you do have I, I understand everybody does want to be financially free, and I don't think that I fully understand that term. I want to be financially comfortable. And financially if I'm free working is... my butt off, but very, very comfortable, I'm 100% okay with that. Yeah, I would say financially free is knowing that you have all of your living expenses covered without a doubt. Okay. Whether that's, so <clears throat> real estate, investing in real estate, right? you know you're have you're getting a rent check every month every mm-hmm. month so if you can get to a point where you know that check's coming in and that covers your your living expenses in my opinion you still have to work right but in my opinion you're financially free that's where i want to get i want to get to the point where i know our mortgage our taxes our food our heat and our light are paid right like every month every you know everything's taken guaranteed care of we're okay. yeah no question mm-hmm. i just want to know that because right now I work labor, so if I hurt myself, mm-hmm. we don't have an income. Mm-hmm. You know, then what? Then what? What happens to our house? What happens to our bills? What happens to everything? But if we can save and invest in a way where we have income, regardless if I'm working or not, that's financially free. Yeah, and it's possible. I mean, my grandparents did it. They were immigrants and still don't speak the language. They figured it out. Right. You know, my grandfather was. Uh, um, a tailor. Yeah, what did your grandpa do? He was, uh, for what I understand, he was... For you the, don't even really know. Well, I don't, because I know, for from what I understand, for the most part, he was a suit tailor at, like, a, a big company. Mm-hmm. I think they mass-produced suits, and he was one of the tailors. Yeah. And then my grandmother was... She, she worked at Mars Bars, the candies, candy store. I thought store. she was a beautician. Well, she worked at Mars Bars for a long time, just on the assembly line. Mm-hmm. And then... I think they saved and they saved and they saved and then they bought a property like a small small house that they rented out i believe and then she became a beautician and then just grew this bomb business and then they kept investing in real estate so i mean if they can do it we can do it yeah but also, they, I think sacrifice And looks, they had five kids. We right. don't have any kids right now. <laughs> but sacrifice looks so different these days than it did before. Because now, like to them, sacrifice wasn't a big deal. That's what you did. 
Well, and they sacrificed everything by coming to a different country. They didn't speak the language. And right. Had no money, you know? Like, for us, sacrifice, we have to figure out what that looks like for us. And I think that's what is what we have to do with figuring out our budget is not I'm fine sacrificing certain things to invest in our future, yeah. invest in our kids' future. Um, but we just have to figure out what those things are for us. Yeah. Well, I know. So my dad started the business when I was born or the year before I was born. And I know they, when they first got married, they didn't, they ate pasta and peanut butter jelly every night. Mm-hmm. And that was, I mean, they sacrificed in that way. And I think what's most important from what I've learned is even if you have very little money and you're eating ramen every night, um, what I learned from my parents was one that has zero to do with your worth and your value. Mm-hmm. They never looked down on themselves like, oh, I don't have any money. I must be this type of person. It, it wasn't even a question. It was just like, this is how it is. you know. And I think the second thing was what I learned was um, they put each other first and before money and they put family as the highest value, as the highest, what's the word? As the highest currency, mm-hmm. right? Time with family and time with each other was way more important than if they were going to have vegetables for dinner. You know, so I think if we ever get to that point or if there are listeners who are at that point. Well, they have to what, figure out what their values are for themselves. Right, right. Theirs might not be family. However, I think it's very important that you don't attach your financial worth to your self-worth. Yeah, no, I agree with that 100%. Especially in the American culture where it's all about money and money is this and that and I mean, it's kind of changing a little bit, but not really. You know, people are taking lower paying jobs for better work environments and stuff. But, um, man, we live in a really weird culture when it comes to money, I think. And uh, just know it's not. And if you have a ton of money, same rule. If you have millions of dollars, it is not your self-worth. You are not any better than the person who has zero dollars right i know people who are very wealthy like very very wealthy they're no different yeah at all they might have nicer things their shit's stank too babe (laughs) everyone's does they get skid marks on their underwear too nobody does that nope you've never had skid marks on your underwear Babe, maybe Babe, wait, 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 once wait. or twice in my life. Lies. Years ago. Lies. You are you. You poop your pants more than any human adult I that know. That is not true. I pooped my pants about a year ago. The time before that that it happened was when I was, I think, oh, in Africa, which everyone poops their pants in Africa. If you didn't, then you weren't living. True, I did. We both pooped our pants in Africa. Then I did it. Yeah, four times in my adult life I've pooped my pants. More than more than the average human adult. You don't know. People lie. <sighs> people, people who don't people who poo their poop their pants don't lie about it. Mm. Especially more than four times, they're yeah, like, Okay, this is just a part of my life. I just think that if you say you've never pooped your pants or at least you've never sharded, A, you're lying. B, you're not living. I agree. It's you gotta eat some better foods. You're probably just You've eating. never at least sharded. You're a liar or you're not living. You're really vanilla and you need to mix it up. I agree. Eat some. People aren't going to like that response, but hey. <laughs> I don't care. It's the truth. Don't lie to me. Some, <laughs> I know you're lying. Ha- have some Indian food. Come on. <laughs> I love Indian food. I though. know. Babe, we've had this conversation so many times. We both love Indian food and somehow we have never eaten it together. There's a new place that just opened up down the street. Oh, yeah. I don't know what it's called though. And Karan was going to come over and teach you how to cook it. Okay. You should hit her up. What do you mean? You're acting surprised. She told I, you. No, she didn't. When we had them over for the game night. Um, okay. Yeah. She wants to teach you. I'm open to learning. I, you know I that. I want her to teach you. Yeah. Love Indian food. Love it. Love it. I do too. I haven't really eaten it in a couple of years. When I lived in Canada, I ate it a lot. Canada? Yeah. 
There's a huge... In Toronto? Yeah. Well, yeah, Toronto has a lot of Indians, yeah. Yeah, a huge population there in the little Indian area. Little India area has Did we go there when food. we were there? No. Oh. Mm-hmm. I just love the naan. My boss there, is, his family's from India. So. Really? Mm-hmm. What part? Do you know? Mm-mm. I, I know hope, his I hope, religion uh, was Mah. They, they were Jainism, and I know that's like in certain parts. So it's a different religion than Nav. Yeah, I've heard that before in school. Mm-hmm. Don't know anything about it. Jainism. Mahavir is their Buddha. Ooh, say that again, baby. That was sexy. Mahavir. <laughs> I love you so much. I'm so smart. You are. <laughs> you have a lot of like, not useless knowledge, but. Yeah, random knowledge. Yeah, pretty random. Good stuff. Like, hey. But if, I feel like it's cool. Like, this may not. You may not be able to apply this, but it's a fun fact. Yeah, I like it. Um, okay, so we're going to get to the uh, question from oh, this. Oh, what's the question? So my question is centered around finances and family planning. I'm the larger financial earner for our household, and my husband has always been very supportive of my career. Mm. As we talk about expanding our family, the financial decision of a parent staying home has come up. I'm curious what yours and especially Vito's thoughts are about stay-at-home dads. It's not something that's talked about a lot. And for us, financially, it'd be better if I was the working member of the family. Love the podcast. Well, we appreciate you writing in. Who is it? We'll give them a shout out. Elizabeth. Oh. A wonderful name. That's a beautiful name. Yes. So the question is, what's the question? What you feel about stay-at-home dads. Stay-at-home dads. Go for it. Um. If that's something that if you're looking for, like if she's the the heavy earner in the family and they want to have a parent home to watch the kids as a man, go for it. I think I, I do. Don't I do. you think I honestly feel, let's say. I think the my... whole. Sorry for interrupting. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I was just saying, let's say I launched an amazing doula business and podcast or I was even running some sort of company and you were able to not labor and stay home with our kids. Yeah. Is that something you would do? Yeah. I think, because I feel like you would too. And yeah. I think it that wouldn't that would be, be... It wouldn't be easy. So I have thoughts on this, right? Okay. And my thoughts aren't Bible. So just my thoughts. Um, if, you're the, if you're the main earner, if you're making more than I am, and it's more sustainable and less impactful on your body, you know, like labor is not easy. Um. If it made sense financially, yeah. I think as a man, um, again, it has nothing to do with your image or worth as a man. And if your image is hurt, then you need to check your image. Your Im- your image isn't who you are. Your career isn't who you are. Well, like, oh, I'm a man. I shouldn't be staying home. Like that whole thing. That that's a, that's a thing. That's a that's a masculine, right? Men are providers. Men are hunters, and we go out and we provide for our families. That's that's the that's a very, just over time, that's just what men do. Um, but women now earn a ton. And that's great. I think that's awesome. So if you were earning more than me and we wanted to make sure we had a parent home at home for the kids, if it made sense financially, yeah, for sure. I would be a kick-ass dad and I would make sure that I was awesome at it. Um, I would need a hobby for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Something manly. Yeah, not even something manly, just something. So here's the thing. So here are my other thoughts is I think, and you guys can rip me for this. I don't care. I think women are made to raise the kids. I think women, I think men are very, I'm going to use the word stupid. I think men. Well, they don't have the same instincts. We can focus, well, not only the same instincts, but we can focus on one thing at a time. Where women, it's. It's just factually true. Biologically, women are able to... You guys have something that connects your left and your right brain that men don't, that allow you to do multiple things at one time, right? And maybe that's why you guys are killing it in the in the workforce. Um, but I think that's... I think that's... Um, what's evolutionary for raising kids? I, I mean, I do think that women are you, are created for that, but I also feel that times have changed so much. And if that's like every single situation is so different Mm -hmm. and you have to do what makes sense for your family and you have to sometimes change roles for sure. Yeah. And if that 
is something that is going to help your family out, then yeah, I mean that I have no problem with stay at home dads. I would say no shame at all. Yeah. None at all. Again, my only concern is will like for me, will I do as good of a job as you would do if you were to stay home? Mm-hmm. I think for me personally, no. I think I don't have the capacity that you are innately, that you have, that you're born with to be able to handle, one, the stress. Women's pain tolerance is significantly higher than men's. Well, it's not like you're having the baby. Right, but and that's another thing. So you're chemically more connected to the kids. They've grown inside of you. You give them life. You sustain their life through breastfeeding and all of that. I have to learn to connect with my our kids. That is true. You know? So you, I mean, the relationship is undeniable between the mom and the child. However, that's not like an excuse, right? You can still stay home as a father and, and take care of the kids. Um, my concern for me would be, would I, would I be doing a, a, as good of a job that you would be doing as raising our children? And I think for me, no. But if it wasn't... I would, mean, would I do it if you were earning more than me? Yeah, I would do it. I would for sure do it. But would I be as good as you? No. Would I still do it? Yeah. I think you would be as good as me. I don't think chemically and biologically I would be as good as you. I, I just don't. I, I don't. But, but if that is the roles that we chose, and then... If your concern is, well, what if I'm not as good as she is? It doesn't matter. You're still the one. Well, you know what I mean? If we, if we chose those roles and you were worried you weren't as good as I, I am. I would be the best I could be. Well, right. And I think that that's all that matters. Yeah. No, yeah. Again, I'm saying no shame. Go for it. Whoever, Elizabeth, your husband, talking to you, bud, go for it. No shame. If you feel like less than a man, call me. We'll chat because you're not. Yeah. That's just how I feel. For those of you that don't know, Vito is a certified life coach, and he's really, really awesome at coaching people. He is. Thanks, babe. It's one of your amazing gifts. Appreciate it. Um, <clears throat> what do you think? Would you, look, would you look at me as less of a man or more no, of a man? No, not at all. Um, definitely not less of a man. I think that there would be something extremely erotic about watching you raise our children i feel like oh look at that that's turning me on for sure but i think I, I would never look at you as less of a man at all because even now you're so supportive of my dreams and my career and my goals i know that if that's something that after children that i still really wanted we would find ways to, like, we would still figure it out. You know, if my career was my main passion and I was killing it in the game and we were having kids and you didn't really care about your job and, you know, we Mm -hmm. made about the same or I was making more, I, I don't think you would expect me to give that up. Yeah. I'm trying to think if we know anybody. I know a lot of the couples I know, both people work. I can't think of someone well, in our right. life. I know a lot of people who, who has, have daycare. Yeah. Um, hmm. But sometimes people, the reason they both work or somebody doesn't is because daycare basically just, costs yeah. the same yeah. as how much you're making. Yeah. So it's ridiculous. But that could always be an option too. Yeah. Stay at home dads. That, that's, a, that's a very interesting topic. I don't think I would do as good as the job that you have in your being. Uh, I would do it, and I would do it proud, too. And uh, I'd be the best that I could at it, for sure. And if someone tells you that you're less than a man or gives you a look, just knock them out. Knock them out. Knock them out and be like, who's the bitch now? Babe. Right? No. Violence is always the answer. Never. We don't endorse violence. Isn't it always the answer? Never. That's not how I grew up. No, you didn't. Always throw the first punch. You're such a liar. <laughs> how are you? What were, what were you raised with bullying? I don't. I don't feel like it was ever talked about. 
Really? I had never dealt with bullying. I never really saw it happening. I come on. Wasn't a bully, and I never felt bullied. You never saw bullying. Not really. Like sometimes kids picking on other kids, but not ever how I've seen it. I mean, kids pick on kids sometimes, but never how I've seen it in movies or stories that I've heard. Huh. At all. Huh. I mean, in high school, I saw people get into fights. Yeah. And it was Fighting always over is... guys or girls or. Yeah, that's a little different than bull- bullying. Is fights. one of the per- one of the people is more helpless or more vulnerable but also i mean i went to a christian school kindergarten through eighth grade and in my eighth grade graduating class there was 12 of us oh geez so and you guys were like eight a of small us, family eight of us had been there since kindergarten together wow so yeah we didn't you guys you were know, cousins people would people would pick on each other but it was more yeah because, almost like yeah. siblings fighting yeah. you know we didn't i don't yeah that i is, wasn't really exposed that is to so it. foreign to me <laughs> My eighth grade graduating cl- graduating class was two hundred and ten kids. Yeah, that's a lot. And you, yours was twelve. Twelve. Your eighth grade oh graduating class was about the size of my senior high school graduating class. My high school class was the biggest one to go out of our high school. I think we were close to a thousand. Oh wow, mine was two hundred and two or two hundred and yowzers something. Yeah, so I was taught never throw the first punch. Um, so I was never. Oh, I bullied. I did. I had, well, I didn't, I bullied my friends. So yeah. people who I had their back, um, but sometimes I took it too far. However, every time I left the house, my mom would say, oh, what would she say every single day? I love you. Keep Jesus in your heart. Be a friend to somebody who doesn't have one. Mm-hmm. And then be a friend to somebody who doesn't have one. Man, we should have that all over our schools. Yeah. All over our schools. It's not even stand up for somebody or be best friends with somebody. It's no, if you see someone who's alone in the hall or, you know, even now that we're adults, even in the workplace, if you just see someone who's alone or no one really talks to them or whatever, but just by saying what's up or asking how their day is and just genuinely wondering. Yeah. Man, if we were nicer to each other. I have no tolerance for bullying. And if our kid ever bullies, it'll take it. I will freak. Mm. Well, I think that was huge because when she, when I would leave the house and she would say, be a friend to somebody who doesn't have one, I think that covered both dynamics, right? Like, yeah. there was a, pre- what's it called? Presupposition that you wouldn't even be a bully. Pre-deposition? No. Like presumption. Like we're pres- oh. she was presuming okay. that it's not even an option for you to be a bully. In right. fact, you're going to be the opposite of a bully. You're going to stand up. You're going to be a friend for somebody who's not. So I was joking. Violence is not the answer, obviously. But if someone's giving you a hard time for being a stay-at-home dad, screw them. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, I don't, th- I don't even person, really feel... That person who's talking about manliness and, oh, I'm, I'm all macho, yeah, probably has a small member. Right. No, I, I don't even think... A member that... with the penis? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't even think that <laughs> that is even a huge issue. I know... There's a lot of people who are stay-at-home dads these days, and that's, yeah, you know, people do. We adapt to yeah. what the world is and what makes sense for you. You have to do what makes sense for your family, and you have to adapt to that situation and then own those roles. Yeah. So. Yeah, and agree on it. That's how I feel it. about it. Yeah, and agree on it for and sure. And if you are the providing wife, um, you know, have some, have some, what's the word? Have some compassion, knowing that it is a little different than expectations and societal expectations. Yeah. And allow him to be the man. In other ways. Where he needs to be. I think just that open communication is just always key. Letting each other know how you feel, making sure you are valuing each other's worth. Yeah. And, um, yeah, keeping that open communication. I like that. I like that a lot. I like you. You're kind of cool. You know what is kind of cool? What? The fact that you wear that sweatshirt every single day. Every single day I wear it. Does it smell? No. Do you wash it? When do you wash it? I do wash it. Once a week? Yeah, once a week. week. I don't wear it every day. I go through cycles. And on a t-shirt you're wearing underneath too. You sleep in that shirt. Yeah. Babe. (laughs) Change your clothes every once in a while. Um, 
I will wear the same pajamas for a week. I oh, just put on yeah. different underwear. I don't wear pajamas. But I... Uh, yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. I, I rotate out sweatshirts, so I'll find one and I'll wear it for ever. And then I'll... Oh, God bless your soul. Thank you. God bless his heart. What do they say? I don't know. Where are your family's from in Nebraska? Oh my goodness. We we when we visit <laughs> your cousin in Minnesota. Yeah. And she's like, Oh heavenly daisies. <laughs> First time I heard it. What did you just say? <laughs> heavenly daisies? Yeah, that's because your family's like, Well shit. <laughs> <laughs> your family won't even say, Oh my god. Oh my gosh. They won't most of oh, them don't even say, Oh my gosh. Oh heavenly daisies. They say, Oh my lucky stars. <laughs> two worlds man. babe i don't ever say oh my god you say gosh yeah but i don't i don't ever say oh my yeah god. you don't say god you say gosh yeah i don't take the lord's name in vain is that vain yes oh my god is that vain yes, yes. <gasps> oh my god yes that's vain yes what is no define vain taking it's like you're not you're just throwing it around no i'm not i'm shocked and I was so scared I had to I had to talk to the Lord. That is not even true. Every single time you say it, you are not thinking about God. Yeah, I am. No, you're not. Having or showing an excessively high opinion of one's appearance, abilities, or worth. That's being vain. Okay. Say taking the Lord's name in vain. What does that mean? Producing no result, useless. A vain attempt to tidy up the room. So hey, like look up taking the Lord's name <sighs> in vain. Don't just look up vain. Oh my gosh, I have 61 text messages from your family. You're welcome. Oh my gosh. That's free entertainment right there. I haven't checked my phone just since I read that lady's question. Take someone's name in vain. Speak casually or idly of someone as in, there he goes, taking my name in vain again. This idiom originated as a translation from the Latin. Okay. Yeah, that's... To e take the Lord's name in vain... Uh, like, you're supposed to say his name in reverence, like having a conversation with him, coming to God because you, that's his name, and you just toss it around yeah, with every situation. I am not tossing it around. Yes, if you I are. am nervous or afraid. No, you <gasps> say it all oh the time. my God. You're just like, trying to I justify so your actions spirit. now. No, you're not. You're not so in spirit. All I know is, oh, heavenly daisies can't be any better. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> they're talking about daisies in heaven. Oh my God. Now you're trying to get agriculture down from heaven to earth. Okay. <laughs> this, I don't know. this man is completely ridiculous. I don't know. I don't know. Could be wrong. I um, think you are. Yeah, probably. So I love the conversation. Finances are huge. Be on the same team. We need to figure our shit out. Mm -hmm. We got to go. Oh, so we use um, mint.com, which we bring all of our, and it's not a sponsor. We don't have sponsors. <laughs> We're not that cool. Um, it brings all of like your credit cards, your investments. If you have car loans or mortgages, whatever, you could put it all on one platform, and then it shows you where you're spending your money, how much. You could set up budget budgets on there. I really like it. It's not as powerful as paying with cash or seeing your cash dwindling. However, on an electronic world, this is where we're at. So, I mean, I, I like it. You don't really look at it, but I like it. I never look at it. It gives you graphs and stuff. It's colorful. Mm. That's pretty. I don't look at it. Yeah. So, but we need to we need to go over our budget now that all the wedding stuff is over mm -hmm. and the honeymoon stuff. Mm-hmm. And see if we're gonna make it, babe. We're gonna make it. We might have to sell the house. No. Oh, and we decided too if we ever went broke, that Liz would be my pimp. Yes. And that I would do an escort service, no sex. Yes. Unless, escort service over. Unless it was like... Unless the price was right. Right. If the price is right. <laughs> we decided I couldn't be the escort. No. I just would have to be the pimp. It would be too dangerous. Right. I don't think it'd be dangerous. I can handle yeah. myself, babe. Okay. You would just not You are not five be foot four, 110 pounds soaking wet. I weigh more than 110 pounds. Okay. And the height is correct. <laughs> That's right. But I... My muscles are huge. Okay. Even when you try... To overpower me. I've, when have I ever tried to overpower You've tried. you? Do you want to wrestle? Yeah, we'll do it right now. I'll fight you. I, could probably, I will give a quarter of an effort. My weight alone, you can't You can't help. So either way, I would be the escort. Liz would be Babe, the pimp. Babe, I hold back because I'm scared to hurt you. 
Don't hold back. Give no. it all you got. No, because then I'm going to end up breaking your nose or something. I need it broken. Do no. you see how jacked up it is? <laughs> I need it rebroken. I love your nose. Yeah, I, I can't even breathe out of one of my nostrils. Anyways, if we needed the money, mm-hmm. Vito's for sale, guys. For sale, yeah. <laughs> Men only. Shut up. <laughs> You're so ridiculous. But we got to get you a, a hat with a, a feather. Okay. And a nice cane okay. to match. Yes. Um. I mean... I highly doubt we'll have to go down that road. That's no. like worst possible situation. Yeah. But people think we're serious too. No, they don't. I think they do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but we've talked it out. We know. Yeah. Just uh, money. It comes and goes. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's that song? It's a rap song. All I was thinking was I've got hoes in different area codes. In different area codes. That's Luda. That's your boy. I love Luda, Chris. Luda, if you're listening, Luda. reach out because Liz has Luda, loved you forever. If you are listening to our podcast, I love you. I used to see you in the halls at work and I would smile and you'd smile every time because you're just a nice guy. And I appreciate your rap and your lyrics that you offer the world. I like, I want to like pimping all over the world yeah and um if you want to come on the podcast we could probably work something out yeah we'll we'll push things around for you i love you Ludacris. you're a maniac luda luda do you have a challenge for our guests today i don't babe i wasn't ready we are recording hours earlier than i thought we would you're Think good at challenges no how about this week you have to write a haiku How's a haiku? A haiku is a poem. Oh. For your. Oh, it's a short poem, right? Yes, it's very. Oh, I like this. Short. So a haiku is a short Japanese poem used to evoke images. Our um. Wait. So a lot of similes and metaphors. The first and the last lines of the haiku have five syllables. The middle line has seven syllables. The lines rarely rhyme, but it's like three. It's read, five read syllables. Read an example. Seven syllables. It's only three lines? Yeah. In ocean voyage, as waves break over the bow, the sea welcomes me. That's not really a poem. It doesn't rhyme. It's the way that it goes. It's five syllables. No, I know, but seven. you can't even say anything in three you lines. You pick a challenge then. No, I like it. Can, can a haiku be five lines or does it have to be three lines? It's three lines. All right. I like it. Let's do it. Post it. Share it. Hashtag the long haul challenge. Here's another one. Oh, An old be awesome. silent pond. A frog jumps into the pond. Splash. Silence again. I don't like it, but we'll find something that I like. I'm going to write. I'm going to make the best poem there is. How to write a haiku poem. Yeah. I love it. Five, seven, five. I love it. Does it have to be love or can it just be? Whatever you want, babe. Yeah. Write it for each other. Mm-hmm. I and already know what I'm writing about. Tag it and put it in your story and tag us. Mine's not story appropriate. Oh, well, if it's appropriate, <laughs> tag, hashtag the long haul challenge. Hashtag the long haul challenge. Um, I love you, Elizabeth. I love you, Vito. I think you are gorgeous. Thanks. And babe. kind and loving and very special. You're very unique. I know that. In all and every way. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um... I just want to acknowledge you for always having a smile on your face when I walk in the door. I like to see your face. A lot of times I roll my eyes because you put on goofy smiles, but it's cute. And I love you for it. So I'm excited to see you. Um, I want to acknowledge you because I know this week hasn't been your favorite week. But you haven't taken it out on me. So that's nice. Yeah. I know that you've had a rough week, and you're still just very loving and kind to me. And I want to acknowledge you for offering to do the dishes the other night. That was very nice. Yeah? hmm And helpful. Yeah. I was super tired last night. Sorry, I didn't wash the dishes. It's okay. I'll do them tonight. You're not even going to be home. But I'm making you dinner you before go. I leave. You go. We're going out to celebrate Vito's mom's birthday. Yeah. All right, guys. We love you. We're so grateful for you. Mm-hmm. Y'all are so beautiful and kind. Mm-hmm. And if you ever want to reach out and talk to us, guys, you know if, where you wanna, is. if you want to own your your manliness, mm-hmm. give me a call. 
Call the best man I know. We'll do it. Like Liz said, this is what I do. I work with people on the side, though. On the side. What I do all day is smash shit with a sledgehammer. And lay concrete. Yeah. But we will see you guys next week. Yeah. Haiku. Make a haiku. A haiku for you. Oh. Haiku. Haiku for you. It seems like a sneeze almost. Or like a... (laughs) Haiku. Oh my gosh. You're so crazy. Or like thank you. Haiku. What do they say? What do they say in Thailand? I said it wrong. We were there for three weeks. I said it wrong every single time. hello. Every time I said they looked at me with like a question mark on their face. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can't be saying it that bad. But you are. Cop kung cop. Yep. You yep. got it. Nailed it. Nailed it. All right, guys. Love you. See ya. Hello. Oh, guys, we forgot. Liz is going to do a jingle. Yep. Okay. This is the long haul, and huh. we'll see you next week. Change don't it. forget. I don't know what I sang last week. <laughs> don't forget to do the challenge to show your loved ones how much you love them. Woo! Good? Yeah. <laughs>